Im are the opening words of this week's Torah portion. To understand the portion on five levels, Pshat, Remez, Chsidis. First and foremost, what does it mean if you go in my ways, I will give you rain in its time. But if not, if you violate the Torah, then the Torah goes on to explain and to enumerate 49 curses that will befall the Jewish people. Our commentaries tell us that im, if, is not only a request, but rather it's a plea. That God pleads with Am Yisrael, with the Jewish people, with the nations of the world to follow the Torah, to follow the 613 commandments, to follow the seven Ochad laws. And when God makes a request, this is also a siyua, which means this also gives support encouragement, and potential to fulfill it. And furthermore, im, if, is also a haftacha, a promise that it will be eventually that the entire world will come to know God. This is pshat. What is remez, the hint? The hint to the coming of Mashiach. In verse number 6, it states clearly, which according to many commentaries, this means that God not only will make sure that evil, bad, wild animals will not come and harm human beings, but rather the nature of the animal will change. That no longer will lions destroy other animals. No longer will the animals be carnivores, but rather they'll be herbivores. And the entire world will be at peace. Furthermore, there's a question which the commentaries raise, and that is, being that the parish is talking about all the promises of the world to come, if you follow the Torah and mitzvahs, why are these rewards all physical? You'll have rain, you'll have peace in the land, etc., etc. Seemingly, the reward should be a spiritual reward. As the Raman tells us in the final halacha, that the entire world will be preoccupied with the knowledge of God. So if we are going to be preoccupied with the knowledge of God, our main concern is spirituality. Yet all the blessings here in the parsha are physical. And the answer is, as the Zoyar explains, that which means the Torah and God are one. And just like God permeates every aspect of reality, from the greatest king, to the smallest mosquito, the same is true that Torah impacts the entire world. And therefore, when we study Torah, and we fulfill Torah, and we align ourselves with Torah, then the entire world becomes healed and impacted by the Torah. And therefore, the world is a perfect world, a healthy world, a joyous world. And everything in the world is consistent. It's in a place of peace and harmony and love. We can understand this from the example of joy. A person could be joyous in his mind, joyous in his heart. But true joy means that the entire body is dancing. It has to affect your feet too. So if Torah becomes the reality, if the entire world is following the knowledge of Torah and the ways of Torah, then the entire world needs to be impacted by this because this is simply the natural reaction to the Torah. 
being that the Torah is the reality of the entire world. And therefore the Torah tells us, if you will follow my statutes, and you will do my mitzvahs, then automatically everything in the world will be beautiful and amazing and peaceful and harmonious. This is the remis, the hint for the future for the coming of Mashiach. What is drush, the homiletics? We find a very interesting insight here. And that is that the portion of Bechukhoisai, this final portion of the book of Vayikra, the book of Leviticus, is always read right before the holiday of Shavuos. Two Shabbosim, two weeks before the holiday of Shavuos. Why is this so? That the Torah was set up in such a way that Pechokoyisai should always be read before the holiday of Shavuos. There's an amazing answer to this. And the answer is, if you go into a fancy restaurant and you order ribeye steak, portobello mushrooms, the finest wine from France and Israel, and the waiter serves it in a dirty plate, you're going to throw the plate back into the waiter's face. Before you put down delicious foods into a plate, you have to make sure the plate and the vessel is clean. A clean glass, a nice crystal glass, a beautiful, clean plate of china. Then you put on these delicious foods and delicacies. And the same is true as follows. Every year, Shavuos, God comes down to the mountain. Every year on the holiday of Shavuos, there's a new light that God brings down into the world through the Torah. This is a light and a blessing and a joy that never existed in the world before, even the very first time when God came down onto Mount Sinai. Every year on the holiday of Shavuos, it replays itself. These days are niskarim, are remembered, vinasim, and actualized. And because there's a new light, there's a new energy, there's a new vitality in the world, we need to clean out the vessels. The vessels that we used last year are not big enough or good enough to withstand this new energy, this new light that is now coming down and manifesting itself in the world. And because of this, to clean out the vessels, we have the 49 curses in the parasha of Bechukhoisai. And this cleans the vessels, it scours the vessels, it prepares the vessels to receive now a new light. And this is true every year. How much more so <coughs> this message drives home when we look around in the world and we see that the world is still lingering from this terrible pandemic of COVID-19. A pandemic that not only infected one country or two countries, but the entire world has been affected by this. And till today, people are still getting sick from this disease. And you ask yourself, what's going to happen after? Why is this happening? And the Torah is giving us a clear view, a clear insight. And the Torah is telling us every breakdown brings about a greater breakthrough that the purpose of this COVID-19, the purpose of this pandemic, can only be for one thing, to scour the vessels, because there's an amazing light that's about to affect the entire world. 
And because of this, we first have to clean out the vessels. Now, this is true historically. We find this every time in history, that there was a major, major descent, there was a major ascent. You go through Mitzrayim, the Jews were slaves in Egypt, they received the Torah and Sinai. They were 40 years in the desert, they received the land of Israel. They had the first temple, it was destroyed. What happened? Our rabbis created the prayers, the tefillah, the mishnah. The second temple was built, it was destroyed. What do we have? We have the Talmud. The Jews went into exile again, came out the Kabbalah. They went into exile again. You have Chimilniki, you have now the teachings of Chassidus from the Baal Shem Tov. Every descent and ascent, World War II, once again Israel is reinstated. And so now we have this crazy pandemic. And we have this terrible descent. And you have these 49 curses in the Torah. Look through the curses. You have war in the world. You have pandemic in the world. You have divisiveness in the world. All of these things are cleansing the vessels. And we are sure that the only reason that this is happening is not because someone made it happen or politically it was to make money. All of these things are only side reasons. The main reason is because this is part of God's purpose. This is part of God's plan. In order to scour the vessels, to clean the vessels, to cleanse the vessels, to bring about a greater light of health, of longevity, of wealth, of blessing, of peace, of joy. And of course, we have to beg and plead and request and beseech and believe and trust that we are going to see very, very soon the ultimate blessing, the world of peace and harmony with the coming of Mashiach. So this is the drush, this is the, the homiletics. When we talk about the the portion of Bechokoyusai. We move on to Soid, the, the secrets of the Torah. We are told in Kabbalah that, that these punishments, these pandemics, that these sicknesses that affect people come from the Yud and the Hay of God's ineffable name. As it says in the Torah, that which is revealed to us that we see, that is the vav and the he of God's name. But hanistoros, that which is concealed, is the yud and the he. And the fact that it's concealed means it comes from a higher world. And because it comes from the higher world, we cannot comprehend it in this physical world. And therefore, to us, it looks like darkness, it looks like a dark cloud. And the way to overcome the way to overcome challenges in life, says the Alter Rebbe, is through having simcha, through joy, through believing that there has to be a silver lining, through believing that there's good in it. And then we will see, then we will see the ultimate blessings, how this pandemic, how these darkness, this dark cloud and the sickness will truly be transformed into the greatest blessings. But we need to add to the mix, we need to add to the equation the element of simcha. And that's very difficult. Because when you're in pain and when you're suffering, to say now, smile, laugh. That is an avoida, says the Ramam. That is a challenge. And we have to work on it. It's not easy. It's the most difficult in the world. On one hand, you get smacked around. On one hand, you're suffering. Now smile, mm-hmm. thank you. You got to be crazy. You got to be out of your mind. Yet this is the antidote. This is the way we overcome these challenges.
What does Chassidus say about all of these 49 curses in the parasha of Bechukosai? Talter Rebbe says, and this is the general view of Chassidus, that these curses in the Torah are really blessings that come from a very high place and because they come from this higher frequency, it's hard to articulate in a physical way that we can comprehend it. And therefore, it's said in terminologies, which is a code beyond our comprehension. But, but these blessings, whence they are revealed, are the highest blessings beyond our comprehension. Dr. Rebbe gives an example. It says that one of the curses is that there's going to be poverty. And that ten women, ten women will have to use one oven together to bake bread. Says the Alter Rebbe, this means that our ten eser koiches nefesh, our ten attributes, three intellectual, seven emotional, will be baking together as one, will be united in serving God, and will be passionate towards God. Sometimes we are negligent, sometimes we are not interested, sometimes even when we do it, we do it robotically. And here the Torah says that the blessing is that our entire body will be attuned and aligned with God, that all eser koiches, all ten levels of all of these faculties, our intellectual and emotional will be totally dedicated and, and baking, which means passionate and formed and developed for one thing, for echad, for the oneness and unity of Almighty God. And this concept is also understood and underscored by the following teaching in the Gemara. We find in the Gemara of Mayid Katin, page 9, side A and B, that Rabbi Shimon Bayechoi, who we celebrated his passing just a few days ago, Lagbo Eimer, who revealed the Pinimiyot Torah, the secrets of the Torah, and therefore sees the secrets in every reality, told his son, Rabbi Elazar, he said, my dear son, go and receive blessings from these two great rabbis. And so he sent him to Rabbi, Rabbi Yenasin ben Asmai and Rabbi Yudah ben Gedim. He said, go, go and they will give you blessings. They, they have the power to bless. And so he goes, and he says, I'm here because my father requested that you give me a bracha. And so they gave him the following bracha. I'm not going to go into all the details, but give you three examples. They said to him, yes, fine. You shall sow and not reap. You should bring in and not take out. Take out and not bring in. He goes back to his father. His father said, no, so how did it go? How did it go? I'll tell you how it went. Not only did they not give me a bracha, but they cursed me. They pained me. He says, what do you mean? Tell me what they said. So he said like this. He said, they said that I will sow, but not reap. He said, yes, that's a bracha. It's a blessing. It means you will have sons, but they will not die. And what else did they say? They said, I will bring in and not take out. Ah, that means that your sons will bring in brides. But they will not die. If they die, 
then the brides will have to go out of the family, but they will stay forever in your family. And then they said, you will take out, but not bring in. This means your daughters will marry other men, and they will not die. The husbands will not die. And therefore they will not come back to your home, because the husbands will support them forever and ever. So, if you are Rabbi Shimon Bayechoi, if you learn the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov, if you learn Chassidus, and you learn the secrets of Torah, and the teachings of our Rebbe, then you know that when you go to the deeper level, when you go to the essence, being that it comes from God, it is only good. And this is the blessings of the final portion of the book of Leviticus, the final portion hopefully of Golos, of exile, that will bring about the Shavuot, the giving of the Torah, as we know that the giving of the Torah was only once. But, but when Mashiach will come, there will be the revelation of the secrets of the Torah, of Torah Chadash Amiti to end with the following story on the importance of the study of Torah and the beauty of study Torah. A story is told by Rabbi Elio Keller about his father who passed away during the pandemic. His father came from Argentina a number of years ago. And all his life, his father would walk around with a Kitsu Shulchan Aruch, with the abridged version of the Shulchan Aruch. When he was a young child, and he came to Argentina right before World War II, there was a rabbi there at that time. His name was Rabbi Zev Greenberg. And Rabbi Zev Greenberg called him in and said, My dear child, you are about to be bar mitzvah. I want to give you a very special present. I'm going to give you a holy book called the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, the abridged version of the Code of Jewish Law. And you will learn this every day and you will live with this and you will live a beautiful life and you will acquire a place in the world to come. And so every day he would hold this Shulchan Aruch wherever he went. He had a free moment. He would open it up and study it. During the pandemic, he passed away. And as you know, it was very difficult to get a minion to go to the cemetery, especially in Yerushalayim, where he was buried. There is a custom that children and grandchildren do not go to the actual burial. And so the sons-in-law went, but they could not get a minion. There were only nine people. And as they were going into the car to go to the cemetery, a man said, can I join? Who are you? They asked. Oh, I am a relative. A relative? They're thinking to themselves, we know all the relatives. Are you sure you're coming to our funeral? Because there are so many other funerals today, unfortunately. Are you sure you're going to the right one? He says, yes. And he quoted the person by name. Okay, get into the car. So they go to the funeral and they bury the individual And after the funeral, when they're about to drop the person off, they say to him, by the way, what's your name? Say, my name is Gansfried. Gansfried. Man walks out of the car, they turn around the corner. Say, oh my goodness, Gansfried. Gansfried, he is the author of the Code of Jewish Law, of the Kitsu Shulchan Aruch, of the abridged version. They go around the corner, they want to see who the guy is. He's gone. He passed away many, many, many years ago. And they believed that he came down from the Shemayim, from heaven, to be the tenth at the Minyan. When you study Torah, 
God studies Torah together with you. When you read the Rambam, the Rambam studies the Rambam together with you. When you learn the Tanya, the Alter Rebbe studies the Tanya together with you. And so in the merit of in Telechu, that we will learn the Torah as Rashi says. We are sure that God will give us Kishmechem Be'itam, He will give us rain in His time. He will give us all our material needs and spiritual needs. And the ultimate blessing, Vishbati, Chayiram and Aure is a time when all evil and all evil animals will be removed from the face of this earth. But rather the entire world will be in a state of peace and harmony with the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days.